When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 the one and call him in Okay, but you know what I hate though is like somebody I okay, I'm gonna just say it. Somebody I work with, um, Uh-oh. so oh no, some this lady at my last job, my last manager, she used to talk like as if her sentences weren't finished. So she'll get on, she'll get on the microphone and she'll be saying stuff, and then she'll let's say she's saying, let's say she's saying this, okay, and I need you guys to go to aisle six and step on that spider <laughs> and it sounds like something else is coming out there step on that spider that's the end and i'd be like you just be waiting for the rest of this day yeah bitch i thought you were still talking i turned my turn my attention span on and everything and i gotta turn it back out i call it the california addiction it's like california california ends always talk like they're thinking of the rest of their sentence that they want to say it's like Yes, I'm doing fine. How are you? And it's like they just carry it, and it's like, oh, I don't know, something about how they how they talk. Well, welcome to the show, you guys. Um, I am depressed. <laughs> depressed, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what are you depressed about? <laughs> Bitch, introduce it's, yourself. It's... Hello. Oh. I was thrown off. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. So I'm just like, what? Man, well, welcome to the show, you guys. I'm depressed and he's thrown off. Right. Okay. <laughs> now let's get to it. Um, I'm not depressed. I'm just really aggravated with my vehicle. Uh-oh. And so that's a, I feel what, like every time, I, every time I, every time I, every few months you have a vehicle breakdown update. So it's like every, every <laughs> it's like we get closer and closer to like the vehicle just like finally giving up. I, first of all, spent an hour in traffic, which it normally would take me 30 minutes to get home with traffic. Um, maybe 40. A fool. Um, took an hour just to get off the E-Way, which wasn't even my final stop. I had to get off the E-Way, go to the grocery store, then I had to go pick up my weed, and um, then I had to go pick up some blunts, and <laughs> then I had to come home. So all of that, freshly coming off work, sometimes I feel like, and I always feel like it's the day we record when I have the worst time in traffic mm-hmm. and when I'm like super drained and I have to invent energy. I, but, feel, like that's being um, a, I feel like that's like the, the parameters of being an adult in general. Like I'm extremely exhausted from everything else I've had to do today. I'm extremely exhausted for everything I have not already done for the day. Bitch, mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Leave me the fuck alone. And traffic yeah. is like the worst invention in history. Whoever was the first person that slowed down the fucking um, 
I-95 or and on, you need to be beat. Your relatives need to be <laughs> shot in the back of the barn because it's your fault that nobody can drive anymore when they, when they hit the E-way. Like, no, I hate it. I'm not a traffic person. My patience Traffic is, is so weird to me because, like, in theory, yes, traffic. Imagine five people trying to squeeze through one doorway at the same time. I understand that. It's going to slow down a <laughs> sounds little bit. Kinda, sounds kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> Five boys next door coming through your back door. Ooh, I like that. Patreon is <laughs> Slamming your head into the door. Mm. Um, Calling me your dirty little filthy whore. Yeah. I need to get my head slammed. But um, the thing Shawam. about traffic to me is like, so, it's so weird how on some in one spot there will be traffic. And you travel a hundred feet, and you realize it's clearing up, and it's like, well, where, where the fuck did the traffic come from? Like, I feel like the way it should be set up in the future, if you are the car that starts the traffic, your it should be like sirens that go off around your car, so everybody <laughs> looks at you and they yell shame, and everyone's just irate with you. I feel like that would avoid so many problems. Like, how many incidents of road rage do you hear about? No. Now, that's the bitch that caused the traffic. Go beat her ass. Don't shoot grandma who's just minding her business. Go beat the bitch who's doing her makeup. She's caused the traffic. Whoop her. I'm here for that. I um, used to be a road rager. I still get pretty aggravated in traffic, but I don't. I don't blow my horn. I don't. I be. I just be scared. People are crazy. But long yeah. story short, um, I need my brakes done, and it's just irritating. <laughs> um, where like, do you have a Firestone card? I don't even know what that is. I don't pay for nothing extra besides the car insurance. <laughs> okay, so I went. So like, when it comes to cars, I put. I, I don't even know where this card came from. I just looked at it. and It was in my wallet one day, and I'm like, okay. So whenever I go get anything done with my car, I go to Firestone. And I just throw it on a Firestone card, and then I'm just like, it's just like dealt with magically. I don't know where the fuck the card came from. So try that. Try to try to see how much discount you'll get if you open a Firestone that card. That sounds for like right. it's a credit card. Maybe I don't know. It literally just popped up in my wallet, and I've just been using it. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna let the uh, Mexicans down the street do my breaks. Oh. I'm always afraid. Well, okay, so like I used I'm afraid to always of get like, my my breaks done by either a Mexican or some nigga that work on cars in the alley. And there's no there's no shade that's not racist. The niggas was Mexican. That's that was their ethnicity oh, oh. or race or nationality. Oh my god! So where are they? Oh, yeah, and oh the Mexicans down the street they do breaks. Actually, that. I think my Mexican neighbors do breaks. So I'm gonna have to ask See, them. Ask them. Yeah, I um I'm. Like, my mom is an insurance agent, so she has, like, an insurance... Like, one of her clients that she works with works on cars, so she will always have me take my car to him, and it was like, she was doing this because it's, like, free, basically, damn near. But the turnaround time is, like, maybe, like, a week and a half. Now, sir, you was only supposed to put, like, a wheel on. Why is it taking this long? And she's like, you just have to be patient. Sometimes it takes... No, 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 no. If it takes longer for him to do cheaper work... I'd rather just go and get it done the same day and pay what I gotta pay. Like, no, I hate I hate craftiness. Like, I hate I hate when people are like, I can make a way out of this, and it's just like, no, just do it the normal way, get it over with, and just go on to your next destination. Bitches want to be McGroover. Everybody's not McGroover. I hate it. Stop trying to make a way out of no way. You know what I really? That sounds hate? so negative. <clears throat> yeah, it does. 
I really hate when you go to the shop and say, hey, I need this done on my car. And they get to doing it and they're like, but here's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, and P. What else mm-hmm. is wrong on this motherfucker? And it's like, no, I came in here for brake pads. I don't give a fuck about the rotors right now. The rotors not giving me no problems. I don't give a fuck about the brake fluid right now. If you're not going to fill it up yourself, don't ask me no motherfucking questions. I don't you know, know shit about hate? this car. I get in and drive. And it's really wild because my dad is a mechanic. So I, I, I never like, I always like, sometimes when I'm talking to a guy and like, okay, I was talking to a guy. We'll get to the story real quick and I'll get back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> I was talking to a guy and something messed up on my car and he was like he was like, Oh, you're gonna go are you gonna go fix it? And I'm like, Wait, what? Am I gonna do what? In two thousand twenty two, fixing my own car? But then I started thinking about it later on, I'm like, this is like such like a handy skill to have. Because like what if an apocalypse happened and your car breaks down, you're speeding to fucking the only safe haven in the fucking parameter. Your car breaks down. Now I'm fucked. Well, I can't call AAA. They're all dead. I'm fucked. Like, then I have to walk the rest of the way. But then, let me tell you, so the person came to fix my car, and it was just the baddest bitch I've ever fucking met, and she made me feel like such a faggot. She had, she had her tits out, and it, she was muscular, and she had, like, a long braid that was, like, to the front, and she had a visor on. She liked Sonya Blade. Imagine Sonya Blade in person from Mortal Kombat. That's exactly who the fuck she looked like. And I was this little faggot sitting here on the side watching her work on the car. And she was like giving me advice on cars and shit. And I'm just like, like, girl, just fix the shit and get the fuck out the way. But yeah, I never, I, I always wish I learned how, or someone around me taught me how to work on cars. I mean, I, I can, you, I can, I can change the fluid he's snapping at his dog, you guys. I can change some fluids. I can check the oil. Really? I can. You're such a dyke. Um, oh. I actually can change a tire, but I never have. I just saw it on YouTube, so I'm like, I can do that. That's not hard. Um, I can change the wiper blades. I can change the headlights, the brake lights. That. But you know, there was a there was a there was a debate on Twitter about um. Gay, gay men not knowing how to change a tire and it's just like it, it doesn't matter nobody wants to fucking work on a car get, get yeah. somebody who's trained to do this to do it okay <laughs> fuck all that shit I feel like if the niggas if the faggots that want to complain about bitches not working on cars want to work so bad send their ass to war put them <laughs> on the front line okay go have them fix the tanks and fix the troopers and fix the meals for the fucking generals and shit don't worry about what my faggot ass can and cannot do Ooh, I hate that shit. Like, don't worry about me. <laughs> you know, unless you about to come wipe me up and make sure I don't got to worry about it myself. Shut the fuck up. Like, why does it matter to you? You'll be okay. Uh, Your car ain't breaking down. <laughs> I just, I just cannot wait until I don't have these problems. Like, if my brakes need done, I can just go tell Vanessa, my assistant, to go have, handle my brakes. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. Can you this. imagine? Vanessa, I need my brakes done. Could you please be a deer and go take care of that for me? I'll slip you a little some extra under the table so you don't have to file on your taxes. See, and I know my assistant would just be like, okay, now look. <laughs> I'd be this like, but girl, like, you get to drive a Range Rover. Hello. That's why I'm like, I'm like, it's like so many gives and takes of being an assistant for someone because I don't like being bossed around. But I'm pretty sure I'll be compensated nicely for just like assisting thoroughly mm. all day for 24 7, 365. You know whose assistant I would absolutely never be? 
Who, Naomi Campbell? Well, sure. I mean, I don't really know much about her. But as oh. much as I love my sister, I would never be Nikki's assistant. Like, if not that I would ever have the chance, but I would never work for her under those like, circumstances. <laughs> I feel like, like if you have to be her assistant, I feel like you should at least get combat training, like um, <laughs> crisis aversion training. Like, there's certain amounts of training like you have to go through. Like, because there's no reason like she should be in the middle of London getting swarmed by like people and like she's her own security guard pushing people down I'm like this is the best video I've ever seen in my life you have Cardi well, being her own security guard you have Nikki fucking karate kicking hoes in their back it's just, <laughs> what's going on where are the security guards where well, is your security? The, security the security guards did not look like security guards but those white men around her were her security guards I guess and Tay which sure his fine well, ass he should have did something but every time she goes to the uk it's like that every time that's hilarious that's hilarious like um, like because there's no way possible she's like five she's like five foot five like five zero she just she, she's like a, she's she's allegedly five three but she's five two see exactly she's so little and then there's like these swarm of people around her and they're like bitches like <laughs> it was like honestly like watching it back i'm like girl you are so brave like that's some that's some bad bitch shit like when rihanna <clears throat> ran in 2014 into her groups of fans and welcomed them with open arms in the middle i think it was mm-hmm. amsterdam with her white jumpsuit on for her anti-release what well, does 2015 man 2015 yep it was an amazing time we we're all rejoicing so i can only imagine how the bars felt I just have to fact drop something about Rihanna because she hasn't been in any conversations lately and she hasn't, it doesn't like she's releasing any music anytime soon. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm literally over fucking everyone at this point. At this point, I don't give a fuck. Like, everybody's music sucks. <laughs> well, well, we are getting Beyonce's album in a couple weeks. Um, You had a hey. idea and I'm, we're not doing it. No, I th- I just said yay. We're not, I just said we're not yay. I don't want to listen to I don't want to listen to that album with anybody but myself. I might actually put my dog outside. <laughs> like I'm gonna be here. I'll be listening to it. I'll I'll just be like you know, maybe I'll order a pizza and like, you know, play patty cake. It's 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 a joyous occasion for everyone. Oh okay. So well, excited to hear this album. I'm really excited ooh. for it. Right, get off the mic. Cut his fucking mic. Um, <laughs> listen, I was just listening to, <laughs> I was just listening to, uh, Lauren London on Angie Martinez's uh, mm-hmm. new podcast, and I got a lot of gems from it. Actually, she dropped a she dropped a lot of gems, but what she's I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but it's really not like nothing you can spoil. But she said uh, part of the interview, she said. Like because she's experienced um, pure love with Nipsey, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to go through having to find that again. Mm-hmm. So basically, she said she's not interested in ever being in another relationship. Essentially, oh brother, she said that's her right now. She doesn't know about the future, but right now she doesn't see that for her life. And I felt her because oh I just felt 
seen. She also said that um, whenever she says that people get scared because they they have they have to think like, is that normal? Like, is is she gonna be okay being by herself? And I feel like people really need to understand that some people will truly be okay being by themselves. Right. And I felt vindicated hearing that because I'm one of those people who I, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to date. I'm not going to be a total um, uh, priest, you know, but mm-hmm. I think I will be okay if I never end up in a long-term relationship because right. I'm fine. Like I'm gonna die I, alone anyway. Nobody's gonna die with me unless we get shot together or something like. So <laughs> I'm gonna die alone. It's so dark to think about and say it like that, but I just I want people to understand because even you sometimes I'd be like I'm good. You be like you don't really fully be believing me, and I'd be like, but I, for real, like it's okay. Like I'm great. I agree. I agree. Cause I think you're at a place now in your life where legit, like I feel like. You're so accustomed to being alone that the thought of someone else entering your space would take a, a huge amount of growth for you to accept the fact that you are alone most of your life. So I feel like until you get to that point of just being like, I would like to have a companion and I don't always want to do like everything alone or have like, like I don't, I like until you start like craving. But I am at that, that. I am at that point. I'm not craving it. But I am at the yeah. point where it'd be like, oh, this would be nice to do with somebody. Like I, I yeah. say it out loud, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like I that's when it gets to the go. part where it's tricky because, like, <clears throat> out of my situation, my main thing going forward was like, I don't want to waste any more time with anything, and just like, I just kind of just want to like figure it all out as it comes, and if it makes sense, it makes sense. I'm not going to force it and all this other stuff, but. Then I get to the point of just like sometimes just like I'm out doing something. I'm like, oh, this would be so nice to do with somebody. Or like I'm like listening to like a song and I'm just like, I wish I could dedicate this song to someone. So I just dedicate it to myself. And it's just like it's certain things like that. Just like I un- I totally feel her where when she's just like she's experienced love and it's just kind of like you don't ever know if you'll ever experience that type of love again or that type of connection with someone again. So you're just like. I'm okay being alone. But I feel like when you get to that point, you kind of put up like this blockade between you and everyone else when it comes to like love and affection and all that shit. Because just like, I don't want anything to go past this because it's just not what I see for myself. And sometimes what we see for ourselves isn't always what's best. So it's tricky. I get it. But you know, it just be like, I had somebody over my house last night and I keep my hand soap on the left side of my sink. Mm-hmm. So it's just I, it's just very interesting to me that somebody would come to your house and move your hand soap to the other side so they could use the soap. It was very, um, when I found it on the other side of the sink, I was <laughs> perplexed and honestly enraged because I was like, I would never. Do. And then I thought like, and even now I'm still thinking like, did I do that? Like, was I cleaning right there? And I, but I would not have left it on the right side of the sink so i mean uh-huh. if if i did maybe i forgot but i'm blaming him because that's how i found it after he used my bathroom so i was just very shook up if you will i feel like that'll be the most interesting part i always say this all the time like once you ever get in a relationship like when it comes to like spending the night over each other's house like you adjusting to having someone else in your space that doesn't like 
follow like your bylaws of of living style <laughs> like yeah like like the person like like the, like the fact you were shook by this soap not being in the place you left it and so you started like thinking of scenarios of like was it me cleaning and i moved it or like you're like <laughs> trying to make sense of this all it's like the wildest thing ever to me it's so wild like it's i i i also don't like when people like sometimes like Ricky, I'm calling you out. Ricky will come to my house and use my bathroom. And he'll leave the toilet seat up. And as a man, uh-huh. you would think, oh, okay, he left the toilet seat up. I am not that man that leaves the toilet seat up. I don't like that shit. It looks nasty to me. I just feel like it's inappropriate. And I don't ever want to see my toilet seat up. I don't even, I barely let the toilet seat up because I pee sitting down most of the time. Oh my God. Because I, I don't just, you know, unless I'm just like going back to bed, but like when I go to the bathroom, I make it a trip. Even if I just got to pee and go in there and go sit down, I might end up with a blunt, you know, it's a, it's a it's wonder a whole I don't experience. have, it's a it's wonder I don't have hemorrhoids, but it's so yeah, it is. relaxing. So I don't, I don't know. Sharing a space. You know, I'm currently sharing a space with my roommate, a.k.a. my dog. Um, And it's a fucking nightmare. I don't like her in my space. She leaves a lot of hair. She slobs. Right now, she's on her period, so she bleeds. And I haven't bought her any diapers because I'm not wasting no money. Um, (laughs) It's a hostel. (laughs) I don't really want to ever have to do this with anybody. I don't see it in my future. Even the guy that moved my hand soap, we he spent the night on accident. And even cuddling is throwing me off because this is not how I sleep. I like my head under the pillow. Um, now I have a crook in my neck. Now I'm cuddling you. And it's hot. And, you know, I have to share blankets and consider your body temperature versus mine. I don't think that any of that is normal. I don't think that's how God intended it, and He told you me are himself. so difficult, so difficult, so fucking difficult, bitch. It's like everything is like this perplexing oddity of like a different <laughs> realm of life that you've never experienced, that you probably don't think that you'll ever adjust to. So you're just wandering aimlessly through this new perception of what your reality is, which is being around co- human contact. It's just like, shut up. I really <laughs> enjoyed being around this person, but I don't enjoy people yeah. in my space very long. Yeah. I, I'm the friend, same way. My friend... Mark came over last weekend and Mark knew when to leave. Like he left before I was ready for him to go. And that's the perfect time for somebody to leave my house before I'm irritated. <laughs> so be like Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> Finish your story. I, I personally I I don't know. I'm not one of those people I don't like I don't have I haven't had anyone cons- consistently in my space in like a year now. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I've adjusted to it now. But I know, like, beforehand, I was kind of, like, pretty much, like, okay. Because, like, the way the way our living arrangement was kind of set up was, like, he would just be doing his thing and I'll be doing my thing. And then our thing would interject. I mean, intersect. And then we would just conversate and then we'll just go back to doing our thing. And it was just kind of, like, it was, like, totally, like, one of those things where it was almost like having a roommate that you shared, like, a, um apartment with. <laughs> it was just kind of like that. Like, you go into the common area, you see each other. If you're Except in a common area together. shared a bed and bodily fluids. Well, we didn't share a bed. Um, I slept in a bedroom. He slept on the couch. Uh, I hope nobody hears my fucking dog having a fucking uh, party out 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 here. 
Wait a minute. You guys slept on different uh, surfaces? Yeah. We, you know, um, like, I guess, like, after, like, when we first moved in, even when we first moved in together, we didn't, I don't think, we didn't enjoy sleeping in, like, the same bed together or anything like that. Like, even when we had sex, we would have sex in the bed, and then we'll go to our separate areas and do our thing. So it was like, yeah, it wasn't like a thing for us. Like, we never slept in the same bed together unless we were just, like, fucking and fell asleep. Other than that, we slept separately. So I find that very strange. See, but that's but that's what you will want, though. That's but why no, it's like, why? I, I, I know I am a conundrum, but that is weird to me. <laughs> yes, like we said, like like we, I want we my did. space, but like we sleeping in the bed together every night. Like, what are you talking about? See, yeah, see, that's weird because for me, I was like totally like there was nights where I'd be like, well, I wanted to cuddle, but it was just kind of like it just didn't happen. So I um I just went to sleep, and then we woke up in the next day, and we just repeat. Have you process. had you ever voiced your concerns and said, hey, <laughs> I'd like to sleep in the same bed, or did you, were you just genuinely okay not sleeping in the same bed? With um, your man? At first I wasn't, then I just made myself okay with it because after a while it was kind of like, um, when I'm in a relationship, I'm highly considerate. I'm all about like legit, like what my partner is okay with and what my partner isn't okay with and what my partner will want and how I would like want my partner to feel about every fucking thing. So I, after a while, like I told him and then I was still like, it didn't change. Like he tried, like he would try to do it. But I just felt like it was just so uncomfortable. Like I'm, I, I get hot at night. I'm a hot person at night, so I like my room completely cold. I like a cold ass room when I'm sleeping with my humidifier going and like complete darkness. But I have a TV on in the distance or like a laptop on on my desk. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, and I think like our, our sleeping styles were different because he would always be hot, but he he liked being warm. And so after a while, we were just kind of like, well, it doesn't work for us. So we just sleep. It wasn't like we had a conversation about anything. We just started sleeping separately. <laughs> and that was that for however long. Um. Okay. Well, that is so weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm this like, I am a person who, like, if I ever lived with somebody, we're going to need maybe three, but at least two bedrooms because... I feel like we should have our own space and then be sleeping whoever room we sleeping in at night. That's how yeah. I feel about it. Cause I, I, I just, I just, I feel like y'all should always go to bed together and always wake up together. Yeah. If y'all going to be in the that's, same spot, that's, unless y'all mad at each other. No, we were, that's just how we, like when we were mad at each other, where the days we probably slept together, like where we end up like not fucking, but like actually sleeping together to show that we're not mad or it was just it was like that kind of situation like other than that mm-hmm. it was like not a normal thing for us to sleep in the same bedroom um we kind of just did our own separate things like we'll watch tv together and that'll be about it then the rest of the day our days are just like if I, if he's playing a game i'm like on my phone or we watch him play the game and then we'll smoke together like like that's why i'm like i need this next fun. relationship to be like different because i feel like in that in my last relationship it was just kind of like uh um, it felt robotic, just the way you're describing it. Yeah, it was. Like I, I think I talked about this before in the podcast. I'm pretty sure, but it got to the point like some days where like, like, well, I will be having a good day, or the day will be fine, and I'll be like afraid to go to sleep because I'm afraid like the next day when I wake up, like he's gonna be like a totally different person. And so it was, it was like it was like it got kind of like weird and like awkward, and I feel like that was like the that was like verbatim like the. 
our relationship, our, our relationship was just so awkward. Like, ugh. So sometimes, like, now as I'm trying to date, I'm just, like, looking for those red flags that I ignored the first time, well, with the last time, and I'm, like, trying to apply them to right now. So I'm just like, ugh. It's frustrating. I feel like... I, you know what else I'm starting to realize, too? Because... um I just had this epiphany recently, like relationships used to I know, right? used to scare me mm. uh, because I'd be like, I don't want to be heartbroken because that shit sucks. Nobody likes being heartbroken. The shit is fucking terrible. OK, I don't mm-hmm. I don't nobody wants to feel that way. So I used to be like what they um, I think I think my relationship style is fearful avoid fearful avoidant but i'm not so fearful anymore i'm just i'm just more so like i'm approaching stuff like this these days like we have a long life to live if we're lucky there's gonna be so many ups and downs you're never gonna be always happy you're never gonna be always sad everything's gonna be People are going to come in and out of your life. You're going to learn a whole lot of shit. And it's going to take you getting roughed up for you to really learn some real shit. The way I'm starting to look at it and why I'm not so afraid to be in a relationship no more is that if let's say I spend a year with somebody. Mm -hmm. Old me would have been like, that was a waste of a fucking year. Me Right. right now is like, okay. It sucks that this didn't work out, but I mean, it was cool. I enjoyed this person for the time I had them. Obviously, I would come to this after I was um, upset, but mm-hmm. I I had this time with this person, and now I can move on and find somebody else. Maybe if not, sure. Like I don't even if it was like, let's say a ten year relationship. Even yeah. more so then I would be like This person served a huge purpose in my life Totally I feel like coming out of that situation um, I feel like that's why it was so easy for me To just like move on And just like begin like a new era of myself Because it was just kind of like I walked away from that five-year relationship I feel like the, in the best headspace And like the best version of myself Than I've ever been in my life So it's kind of like I, get, I totally get what you're saying. It's kind of like I didn't, all that wasn't for nothing. It wasn't like I didn't like walk away better. I, I didn't walk away like with like more different lessons and shit like that. It was kind of like I walked away and I was like, I kind of understood who I was a lot better than I ever did in my life. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't tied to having to identify with anyone else's opinion or emotions. And I've just like for the past year just been able to just like kind of just explore who I am and what I believe. And like I've been comfortable like saying I believe one thing and then changing my mind and saying I don't believe it. And it was just kind of like um, I was thinking about this the other day, like in my relationship, I felt I had to think and be a certain way or else um, he will wake up and it would just he'll just be like, I'm over you. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, so I started to fit myself into this mode of what would the perfect boyfriend be like for him and like all this other stuff. And I slowly started to lose myself in that idea and concept of um, like reality outside of the relationship. And so um, like you told me like last week and it never even like 
crane crossed my mind until you mentioned it. You were like, when you were leaving, I was like, oh my God, why didn't I see you? Blah, 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 blah. And you were like, yeah, um, I was going to come by, but you said so-and-so um, didn't, wasn't going to fill in and shit like that. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was thinking about, I'm like, old me would have been like, okay, so I'll just come outside or something like that. New me was so fearful that one ripple in the wave of like what he wanted and what pleased him would be like chaos. And it was just like, at the end of it all, like at the end of the five years when it was finally said and done, none of the shit that I stepped out of my way to be perfect about even mattered. Because nothing I did was gonna be good enough for him, regardless of anything else. Because in his mind, he had just tapped out and he wasn't there. And so like, sometimes when I listen to you, like just bring it all back. Sometimes when I listen to you be like, yeah, like sometimes I don't want to be bothered and sometimes I don't want people around me and all this other shit. It's like, I really wish people understood how easy it is just to express that to somebody without like going out, like without like even putting yourself in a way where you make yourself feel uncomfortable because it's just kind of like, sometimes like if like, if your relationship is like a decent relationship and communication is actually like a functional part of it, like, being able to um, communicate like just simple things like what you're feeling and not feeling is just like a foundational point and it's like the easiest part of the relationship. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like once you start dating and actually get into guys that you actually like date, date, like for like a consistent point in time, I feel like that would be so important for you just to be like, I'm not feeling this and you being, and you actually feeling comfortable with expressing that. Because somebody pointed out the other, other day, like for the right person, no matter anything you present, they're going to take it for what it is because they take you for who you are. So it's mm. like you have to find a person mm-hmm. that, like if you're having a bad day, they understand you're having a bad day and, and they don't take it personal. Like you can't take it personal in dating. And I feel like that's what happens a lot of time. We take so much shit personal. And so it's like, yeah, you got that 10 relationship, but you're taking it so personal that it didn't work out that you can't take away the lessons and the fucking, like, the fucking nuggets and gems of what you just went through. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of like how I want to approach all my relationships, family, friends, et cetera. Like, I want to approach, because we're human, everybody gets in their feelings about stuff. And I know how I am, and I know how particular I am when I'm in certain moods and stuff. And I know that can be off-putting to some people because, like, I can be very curt. I can be very, like, dry. I can be very, like, icy. Um, And people will take that offensively, and it's like, it's really not you. Like, I'm I'm just being me right now. And I can speak for Aquarius, like, yeah, we have very like hot and cold moods, and so if you catch us in a in a different mood, you would think it's about you, and it probably be some other shit don't have nothing to do with you. I had somebody tell me earlier, um, because I had posted on my Instagram a meme and it said Aquarius basically uh needing a lot of space. That's what the meme was, but I don't know how to explain the meme without showing y'all. So it is what it is. Um. And so one of my followers was like, yeah, I'm talking to an Aquarius now. And he, um, I feel like I'm drowning him. Wow. Um, he said, I just, I, and I hope 
he never hears his I'm I'm not telling your business but I am telling your business but the people don't know who you is so it's okay um he was like I just wanted to swim with him but I feel like I'm drowning him and that wow. was so profound to me because I was like the way me as an Aquarius would react to certain stuff like somebody being overly affectionate somebody always being up on me somebody really just genuinely caring about me yeah <laughs> <That> sounds horrible <laughs> But toxic. <laughs> I have I have been in situations where I felt like I am being smothered. And it's literally not even me being smothered. It's me not able to receive like wow. care and tenderness and niceness and kindness. Yeah. So I think I don't know what my point was, but I think <laughs> No, but that, but that's, but that's something good, like to point out, though, because it's like sometimes we have to like be receptive to the situation that's being presented to us. Sometimes, like you're saying, like you're get, like somebody's there and they're like giving you love and giving you affection, but if you're not, if you're not re- like in that headspace to receive that shit, you're kind of like, okay, this is like too much, like, and it, and it sometimes it don't like half the time it don't even be the person, it legit just be all us, like we legit yeah. just be like. Nah, like this ain't this ain't like you giving me what I want, but this ain't what I want right now. So move. And everybody is carrying around their own traumas and a lot of people don't have most people I would say don't have the wherewithal to be like, wait, that's a that's a trigger for me, but it's not because this person is like a bad person. Yeah. I just this is just a trigger for me and I I have to recognize that. I and I, 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 I learned that too as I was dating people and it was just like I was giving them the ice that I carried with me from the last situation. Like I'm treating you like oh. the last nigga treated me. It is not fair. You have to like really reset with people. And I feel like that's so that's super important though. Like you like you, you have to go into each relationship with like a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Because you want to be given a fair chance, just like you. I feel like you should give others fair chances, and that's yes. like with every type of relationship, not just like a sexual one, like just like friendships too. Like you have to go in, like everybody ain't out to get your child, everybody ain't out to scar you, everybody ain't out like have your like worst interests in mind. Some people generally just fuck with you for who you are, and we have to be open and receptive to that. And like that's something I've been telling myself a lot lately, and it's just kind of like. I keep like I keep putting myself in situations where I feel like um I wanna I wanna meet people and I wanna have these friends out here and I wanna be able to do all this stuff. But I'm also just kinda like I've been like I, I have enough friends and I'm like I'm really cool and I'm just like I don't want people like over like I just don't wanna have to go through the like the trials and tribulations. Are I've you scared to make new my- friends? I think I might be because Same. I don't have good track records with friends. Like I just don't, and it's like I, I like I feel like in every friendship circle, I'm the one that always cares too much. So it's like like everybody's fighting each other, trying to kill each other, and I'm just like, we must rage on and withstand this battle. And everyone's just like, fuck this shit. I'm tired of X Y Z, and I'm just like, at the end, I just feel so drained. And it's like I don't really have the I don't really have the, like the muscle to like really just try to like navigate any more friendships i would love new friendships but it's like right like i have two new friends out here and it's like it's been going really good because i feel like i've been staying out the way and like and so it's just like it's like hey friend over there how are you and then like they write a letter whenever they feel like it. and i'm just like yes 
you did not respond. But I want to eventually get to the point where it's just like I want them to respond and I want to hang out with people. And I'm just, but I'm also just kind of like I'm totally fine in my little cooped up space right here that I have. And I'm just like I really built a sanctuary and it's totally comfortable and I don't have to like really deal with anybody else's personality. I got <clears throat> I got kind of lucky when I moved down here. Um. My my first time coming to Houston, Ricky, I don't I don't even know like me and Ricky he had been following me for a while I guess, but Rick, me and him had just started like exchanging DMs more frequently mm-hmm. and I was like I'm coming to Houston, um, cause I'm finna move down there I think, and he lived mm-hmm. here, and so that's how our friendship started. It was just like very like organic, and then like I love I've. That. I've made other friends here where it wasn't so organic, but it also wasn't disingenuous. It was like, okay, we, we, we met. I right, boom. I, right, we hang out a second time. Oh, Hey girl, what's up? Like, and then the, the relationship just gets like, I can't handle Wolfgang giving you the blues over here. I just think it's so funny. Cause it's usually me trash talking my dog and Wolfgang is giving you a problem because I put baby oil on. Cause I like the way it feels in my body. And so he's going oh, they around. they love baby oil. He's, he's been licking everything that I might have even <laughs> remotely bumped up against. And so it's driving me insane because he's just been relentless with it. You've he's got to kick relentless. him out. Kick him out. And I don't, he's got to go. He's got to get your, Wolfgang, get your shit. Get your shit. Get your things. What Beyonce say? Um, oh. And Obsess. She said. And your draws too, or something like that. Get your shit and get out. You're disrupting the show. We have listeners yeah, who care about us he's now. Being a bad, he's being a bad baby today. We have to, up. we have to get him together. But yeah, I, there are those friends that you make where y- y'all have to like move slow. And I do yeah. have another friend now who, he he was a he he's a closer friend now, but he's been a very slow upgrade to friend versus associate. <laughs> And I have a weird thing with gay friends too. Like I would much rather make a new girlfriend than a new gay friend. Like gay like sometimes I sometimes I would like really enjoy having new gay friends, but it's just like I really I really don't have the um the I really don't have the mental capacity anymore to be like if I'm out, like in general when I'm out, I generally say hi to everyone even if you like the, even if you don't like me, I say hi just out of just the that's just how I am, and like it's just like because I normally don't have a problem with people, so I'm like if you say hi to me, I'll say hi to you, and I don't have a problem with you even if you have. Wait, are you with me, just like saying hi to random people? I generally say I generally am a viber, so like if I walk in and you're mm. vibing, I'm, and I see <laughs> and I see you doing your thing, I'm like oh my god, hey. And then, like, I make a friend. Like, I make friends everywhere. Like, I went to a party a couple weeks ago, and I was outside, had to pee so bad, and I just saw this girl. I'm like, "Oh my god, you're so pretty!" And she was like, "Oh my god, you're cute as fuck!" And then, so we just make friends. And I walked in, I met all her friends, and then we were just all dancing. And that was like when I had my story. It was ass everywhere. Like, like I just generally meet friends super easy. So, but with gay people, with, with gay people that I've encountered, and gay people I've tried to be friends with, it's been like, huh, like. It's like a competition with everybody, and it's just like, we're going to walk in, and we're going to be the baddest bitches ever. And I'm like, I don't want to be a bad bitch. I want to just go out and have a good time. And it's like finding those other gays who are just like good time gays versus the gays who are just like, I'm about to beat your ass, ho. And it's like, I'm just like, I don't have energy. I don't like, 
I don't like other people's problems. I'm just like, like as confrontational as I am, I'm hyper like out the way-ish when it comes to it. Unless it's me. If it's me, I'm about about it. But if it's like somebody else's issues and I really don't know the background and it's just like I'm part of the situation, I'd rather just be out of it. So it's just like, no, thank you. I don't. It's it is. I don't know. It's difficult making friends after the age of like seven, for real. So I just <laughs> right. I just feel like no, for real. It's difficult making friends like as a when you get into high school. That mm-hmm. was that's why high school was so horrible for me. I had no friends and I didn't know how to be social. I was I'm still the very much awkward, quiet kid. Um. Cause remember, and I and I'm still on y'all ass about voting me class mute that one year. But <laughs> I um I don't know. So I I get your apprehension, but I will say that I have most people are cool. Like yeah. most people are, even if they cool at first, and then they wind up not being cool. Like most people are cool at first. If you just get like a nasty girl, like I've seen nasty girls like in the club, like yeah. they're just so snooty and stank, and you know, nose in the See, air, and you. And like, I feel like that's how people think I come off a lot of the time. People, I think people are a lot more intimidated by me than I am an intimidating person because, like, I feel like online I can come off pretty like um stern. I guess I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But I've like every time someone meets me, they're like, "Oh, you're a lot cooler than I expected." I'm just like, "Well, (laughs) thanks." I'm just like, I don't know. Like I like it just makes me so apprehensive. Like I'm just like, like I don't want like I never go into shit with preconceived notions about people. Like like Mm -hmm. you know Instagram, you're like you're looking at someone's profile, like oh they look cool, and I'm I look people like that, like okay they look cool, I will hang out with them, and then it's like going into it, I just like I guess I'm fucking dumb as fuck, but I just be like okay. They got to be kind of cool. And then, then you meet them and they're just like shitheads. And it's just like, what the fuck? Who raised you? Like, what barn were you raised on? Like, what I just. I wanna, what I do want to say is that like, if y'all have ever met me, like any. Because I've. I, this has happened to me where like. And I was just talking about this on Twitter. Um, people will come up to me because they follow me on social media. They're like, hey, Freddie or Blackberry. And I will totally blank out because. Sometimes you know you you see your followers, but you don't really click on their profile yeah. all the time. So you don't really know what these people be looking like. But you be having mad interactions with them. Y'all be sharing stuff. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And then people, this- but people have come up to me in public, and I be like, "Hey!" And I just be honest, like, "Girl, I don't know who you is. I follow you." And then the conversation will go from there. But I promise, it's never like a. I'm not being phony or nothing like i just really don't be or like some some people would be like yeah i saw you last night you didn't speak i waved i'm like i didn't see you i don't know what you're talking about never see and you. i love this like vegas only has like six gays so it's like and we never in the same spot in the same area so i never see anybody else and just like oh my god i would love to see other gays out that i know or people be like i know you from instagram like i like no like none of this shit happens out here that's why i'm trying to move to la Every time I go out, I see somebody I know from Instagram. I've never seen anyone at anywhere. Like, like out of out of about like the fifty Las Vegas followers that I have, I've met one. So I just, like I told you before, 
when you're ready, like I can start, I can help you like pick out, you know, good apartment. I'll go visit it for you. You know, I know your taste, so you ain't got to worry about me picking no trash apartment. Oh yeah, um, oh no. See, and that's the thing I was thinking about too. I'm like, if if I had you out there, like we talked about this, we talked we talked about this other week. It would just be like, like. I would just have you again because it's just kind of like, like, no, like, no, like, you see, like I just like explained how, to you, I made friends here so you can make friends too, bitch. Like, I don't even know how to PSA. I like PS like, and also like in my heart, I feel like I'm running away from Las Vegas. And so it's kind of like, uh, I'm not fucking running away. I'm just kind of just like bored and lonely out here. But it's like, I want to move to LA because I feel like it just makes more sense for everything that I'm trying to do. Like, it's just like, it just makes sense. And there's, like, tons of black people there. Like, that's another thing. Because, like, I have no black people in Vegas. Like, like, like you go on, like, apps or whatever. There's, no, there's like, six black people. Annoying as fuck. Like, you work with people that are all fucking not black. And it's like, oh, my God. It's just like. But also, I live in a very nice area. So, that may be it, too. So, I don't know. Oh, what so is this face for, bitch? People, black people can't live in nice areas. See, I've, I know who you are. <laughs> I know how you think. I know how you play the game, and you are playing with the right so, one. in my little community right here, there's probably about like I want to say like in, in just my little space. I know I see three. It's three, but when I'm walking like my dog, I see like others around, but they're in like different sections of my community, and I'm just like I'm not walking over there to see your fine ass every day. But I would totally link in like the pool bathroom, and you could totally fuck my throat. Oh my! My neighbors are so fucking hot. Oh, they're so fucking hot. I don't have any hot neighbors, neighbors, and it's honestly, it's it's um it's I can't wait to move. I can't wait to move in the building. Oh, you're moving to LA with me? Why would (gasps) I move to LA and pay two times the rent for two times less? Oh, here we go, bitch. I'm not doing it. I found just so you know, I found a great apartment for fourteen hundred dollars, and I can guarantee you that's in the hood. No, it's not. It has an elevator. It has a doorman. They it has got elevators all the in the shit. hood. Not like that, child. Not like this one. Amazon mm-hmm. lockers downstairs. It's that, so nice. Fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. That sound like it's a it's a new it's newly renovated and a poor mm-hmm. neighborhood. That's what See, it sound like. Uh, oh my god, bitch! It uh, every time. Every, even if I did find an apartment that wasn't. It, wasn't in the hood was a good price and all this other shit you would still find there a problem is no with good it. price in la bitches are paying two thousand dollars for a one bedroom uh hello welcome to my life in vegas bitch <laughs> uh, well you accustomed to exactly it. exactly that's why i'm like to la when i get some money sure but for now i'm gonna oh stay where it's a little cheaper it just doesn't one of the buildings that i wanted to move in the last time my lease was up before i decided not to move um, the rent was eleven hundred when I was looking. It was downtown, balcony, nice as hell. I said okay. I got a month. I got a month. Why the rent now in that same building is thirteen hundred starting? So it's just like also oh, the prices are going up out there. You want me to move out there with the prices raising like this? You're gonna get a nice ass apartment for thirteen hundred dollars with a lot of space here. You go to LA, you're not gonna get that much space. You're yeah. gonna be paying for nothing. Like I feel like I can move there for a year, and if I don't like it, I can just like leave. But we're gonna put to a. We're gonna. I, I'm a, we're gonna put a poll up 
and we're gonna ask the people where you should move. And once the people, why decide, don't you move out here? Why the fuck would I move to Vegas when you're so bored there? That's not enticing to me. I guess you're right. We but we can have a lot of fun in LA. I don't want to. I like being a West Coast guy. Ah, uh, you know that song "I'm So LA" by I think it's Meeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I'm <laughs> so LA. So LA. I, I, let me hear you say. say yeah. yeah, I know someone. Could you stop because you're messing up my song? <laughs> I know someone who knows someone who knows Angeline. She knows someone who knows someone who Ooh. knows me. I know someone Turn who knows someone off. who knows Angeline. She knows someone who knows she someone trash, who knows bro. me. Dookie. Dookie. I'm gay. He's straight. We're so LA. That's what I think about when are, I think of LA. Are you song. fucking auditioning for like a Barbie and Kim movie soundtrack song? Can you shut the hell up and respect my singing <laughs> ability? Thank you. No, bitch. This shit is trash. I anyway. think. Uh, if to move like, how much would I pay for like a one bedroom with like washer and washer and dryer inside? Fourteen hundred. I need dark wood. Yes. Everything. I need My silver. Dark. Silver or black um shit. Like appliances. Yes. I need a patio and I need a balcony. You can't have a patio and a balcony. Well, I need a balcony then. With a nice view. I'm so not gonna you, leave so this you, view. So you don't wanna be on the first floor, got it. You know, I have to be on like either I have to be on three or up. I don't okay. do first floor, I don't do second floor. Okay. Okay, so get to it. Cause if you can find me, a, if you can find me a nice apartment by the end of the month, I'll, I'll move. What you need to do is get you a locator. The locators are free. What's that? So basically, what um, and I found mine on Instagram. Basically, what you do is you tell this person what you want. What you usually fill out a form on on the website, and then they mm-hmm. call you, they email you, they you know. Y'all go over details about what you want. This person finds what you want for you. And they send you on these tours of these buildings or whatever, these properties that you're going to see. These are your, Mm -hmm. like, top choices or whatever. Um, But they're going to pick the best shit and they're going to get better rates. You're going to get better rent rates if you use a locator because they you you get the... You basically get to see the apartments that they don't put online. It is so country. You also don't want to move to Atlanta. Atlanta is black Hollywood. Like I feel like we need to be over there. I do not want to go to Atlanta. Well, at the end of the day, we're doing great in Vegas and Houston. So if we choose (laughs) to do... LA and Houston, that's fine too. Just know. Oh my god. Just know. I guess I guess I I guess it would make sense for me to also be like, oh well I could come to LA. But also nobody wants to who wants to go to LA? Nobody. I feel like you go to LA where all the connections are. That's where that's where we need to be in LA. Everything's in LA. If you can pay my rent, then sure, I'll come. You can move in with me until you get settled. That's not gonna happen. So we can I found a solution and then all of a sudden you still turn it down because you're a what piece of shit. Why would I move in with somebody? We just had a whole discussion. I just said temporarily until you find your own place. I'm not. 
what's the minimum wage in LA and what's the the median rent right okay the minimum wage is fifteen dollars seventy five cent did you just make that up <laughs> <laughs> bitch don't fucking uh, yeah I did but that's <laughs> I know who you cares <laughs> you are such a dumb asshole. Like for real Just though. Tell me what the, like, he's I really up the minimum wage for me, you guys. Sixteen oh four per hour. Is that the truth? Yes, I promise. Sixteen. Don't, you don't, don't believe me, but see, that's why. I can, that's why okay. people be like, I can tell you 16, for lying. No, you can't. Sixteen sixteen oh four, which is less than what I make now, mind you. Okay. Oh so, God. Let's, let's, the minimum let's, wage out here is like eight seventy five. Go fucking figure, bitch. Shut the up. Minimum, the minimum wage in Texas is still seven twenty-five. See, exactly. It's just like what? The minimum like, wage in food. Houston though is uh ten dollars, I think. Um, mm. which but anyway, okay, so sixteen, sixteen, that's the minimum wage. So let's say I have to start working at McDonald's. Sixteen, that's what I'm gonna get at McDonald's. Okay. That's less than what I make now, mind you. So I have to find an apartment. How what's the median rent in Okay, hold on, let me see. Cause, cause if all these numbers come back right now, you don't got no fucking excuse. No, I just, I just, I just go ahead and tell me because I already know what the, I know what the number is, but I don't know what the exact number is. Oh, you are such a dumb bitch. I hate you. Hmm. For a studio, fourteen fifty. For a one well, bedroom, thirty. We can stop right there. Studio apartments costing more than a thousand. But listen, but listen. One bedroom is thirteen fifty. A two bedroom is sixteen fifty. I pay. I pay more than that right I now. I don't believe for a second that you are going to get a quality apartment in a safe neighborhood in LA for fourteen hundred dollars. It's not realistic. Well, that's also like that's also like maybe like I don't know what it can what can compare it to, but there's areas in like fucking like like the Gold Coast where there's like it's a nice ass area and it's affordable. That's Chicago, go close Chicago. Well, I mean around <laughs> Section Eight too. We we leaving them, we leaving Section Eight out of it. because we we didn't go into those over there. Um, I don't know. You better call your mama, child. I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to. Um, Why don't you look into it at least, bitch, before you shut it down? I, I'm gonna look into it, but I'm not I'm not interested. There's not there's no rain. Oh over my there. god, you never budge. Yes, it is. It rains. It rains all the time. It just rained today. Here, what are you talking about? I'm talking about L. A. It, it rains in L. A. Too. No, it doesn't. Everybody that I know from LA I just literally watched a scene rain. from the Beverly Hills um, Housewives where they're jumping in the rain. Um, they're jumping in the mud because it yeah, rains so I much. I say it doesn't rain. I'm not saying it never rains. I'm saying it doesn't rain enough for a person like me who. Oh, girl! Here, Shut like, up, bitch! You act like you can't adjust to shit. I can't. I. This is why I really <laughs> want to move to Seattle. Like one day. I, I don't get it, to, bitch. What? Okay. You were just up see, shit. see, Seattle is allegedly very rainy. Now, I've seen some people yeah. from Seattle say it's not more raining than anywhere else, but a lot of people from Seattle say it rains a lot. Okay, you just—it's a part of their weather system. I cannot wait to be able. Seattle is fucking expensive. It is. You would think Seattle. Nobody even fucking. Who the fuck lives in Seattle? <laughs> nobody. It's not even a real place. <laughs> But it is so expensive That's so there. Stupid. I was watching some stuff on YouTube. They're charging an arm and leg for apartments that are literally one hall. 
That's why I don't understand why you just don't move to LA. I'm gonna move to Seattle, but Seattle is like my over thirty-five move. You are yeah. just so fucking high. Okay. I need a new. I need a new host because this one's trash. And I need a new friend who supports my w- wants and desires to be around. No, brain. bitch. I want you. I want you to be like near me so we can come over each other's house and well, tacos. How about, how about this? Let's and go the to middle. the club. Let's move to Dallas. Why Dallas? Well, you don't want to move to Houston, and you don't want to move to Atlanta, and we not. It's not that I don't want to move to Houston. I just don't. I don't want to live in the South. One. <laughs> I mean, it's really Point not like safe there. for us if you really think about it. <laughs> that that the fucking laws change daily. <laughs> like there's like literally nothing saying <laughs> bring your gay black ass to fucking the South. Nothing and nothing is saying that to me. Like nothing says that. Like career wise is really not saying it because what the fuck is down there? Unless I'm about to become but a rapper. We, but we can. What I'm. We'll we'll talk more about this off air about why we really need to be in the same spot. But. Um, okay, I'm interested. I just think you should open your mind and open your heart and open your legs like I've been doing lately. Just get your life together. You know. You've been getting busted down like a fucking K Swiss. Like I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Whoa. I had sex <laughs> one time. I don't know what you're talking about. I love it for you. I you're had sex one whore. time, but I did have other company other times. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you've been very busy. Like a PT, like <laughs> my little PT cruiser. I have opened up the floor. I feel like I probably said it on this podcast. Like, I want to start like having good sex, and um, I love that. So dicks have been flying in my direction. I've been, I've only chosen one thus far, you know, and that was a good <laughs> one. I only have one dick in my hands. <laughs> I feel like I should probably get like a little rotation, but I'm a little scared, you know. It's a lot of juices flowing. Monkey props. Monkeypox is sweeping the nation. It's thirty-five cases in Texas as of like. I don't Terrifying. Know. Another reason I shouldn't move there. <laughs> that is horrible, and it's like I can't. I googled like where to get the vaccines. There's no information on Google about where to get vaccines. That's terrifying. It's like they want to. They're trying to get rid of us. And at first, I thought it was propaganda, like they just saying, "Oh, it's like gay men." But yeah, most of the cases are men. <laughs> so you kind of have to be like, okay, well, I guess maybe, maybe it is a homosexual thing. Like Keep I did your some... dicks out of each other's mouths and buttholes. Wear your gloves again. Put your mask back on and don't cut the mouth out so you can suck a dick through it. You're avoiding dicks with and touch. Yeah, I Gaze. think I'm, I think I'm done with gay interaction until <laughs> until I until, the, until, until the numbers calm down. Like, vaccine. look, bitch, it's been a year already. I ain't had sex. Like, no, why is this happening now? Like, like, no. This is like, like well, I can't even have a hot girl summer. It's gonna be a monkey pox summer. Like, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, the monkeys are poxing. Like, is that the name like, of the episode? Monkey pox summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god I don't know what I would probably Take my car Cut the brake lines myself And drive over The nearest bridge Well all you gotta do Is drive fast enough Your brakes not gonna work Anyway bitch You you can take Oh yeah that's how We started off the episode I need my brakes done I don't have to do much work I just have to drive And Just drive bitch Yeah I think I would literally go on like I would find the person's mother And just like kidnap her I don't know what I would do. It would be a nice vacation from work. 
<laughs> not, not that the first thing you're thinking about. You're like, bitch, I could, I would get a vacation. Yeah, bitch, your fucking hands are growing room. fucking new phalanges. New fucking phalanges. I All that. I've been looking at this entire podcast is your fucking moose knuckle. You are a foul, oh. nasty harlot of a of a Listen, skank bitch. These is these now. When I'm feeling like a big a booty mama. Big booty hoochie, these the shorts I put on because they you, they ride up my felt, ass and they like they like I get like a wedgie but it don't it's not in my ass. Oh, like, it's it's just like the the look at the look basically my ass be eating up the shorts. These the shorts oh, I put on. Come through. Yeah, yeah. You be feeling like a F R E A K. I, I cannot wait though. until that song comes out. I love no. when Nikki is support, in support, her support. in her. To me, when she's making like big music, like yes, like don't be making, mm-hmm. don't be making the music that the girls is making. Like, the yeah. like the girls cannot do Anaconda. The girls cannot do Moment no. for Life. They just don't have the capacity. I like when Nikki is in that bag because that yeah. separates her from the pack. Doja got that. Doja got that. Doja got that. Where she's like Cardi does it too, though. I know, I know you wasn't gonna mention her. Oh, now we back in the cafe, child. Y'all can't think her part, child. <laughs> Ooh, that was a shade. I said whoever said whoever organized that shade attack in that cafe is a dirty low down monkey in a wig. Because I was like, I said, I said, I already know what they're doing. As soon as I pressed play, I said, I already know what this is. It was just giving like so people, old. It was so what, old school Barb. It was a, that was such an no, old school Barb. Move. For reference, he's. Saying when they were over in the UK, they was at the cafe Nikki was supposed to meet them at, and they played motorsport, and everybody was quiet during Cardi's verse and started rapping Nikki's verse. That's not abnormal in a room full of barbs. Now I'm gonna be honest. For me, yeah. if I'm in a room with barbs and that part and the Cardi's part, come on, I'm rapping her part like this is my song. I don't care. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna rap Nikki's part too. But a lot of people, like we went when I went to Nikki night. Yeah, um, yeah. Whenever, whenever Nikki's verse wasn't on, nobody was rapping nothing else that was on the song. That's how we do. Like if it's not Nikki, old school that. bars, baby. The kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom don't do shit like that. That's a, but me, the kingdom would do it, but they would like they would just tweet about it. The old school nasty ass dirty low down monkey in the wig barbs. They mm-hmm. they'll record it, and they, the thing is, they'll be so it was just so nasty. It was a nasty video because they all they cackling, they pointing at they phone. I was like, this is a nasty move. This is Listen, nasty. I think I think we got to keep the agenda going that Nikki is the queen. Why would we ever? <laughs> Be caught on camera singing a Cardi B verse at a Nicki event. You left that part of the context out. They were at a oh Nicki event. God. Why? That's just like why would they even play that song? It's 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 more so like that. At also, at the that. end of the day, I can't Low wait down for m- like her super freak to come out. I don't know what the name of the song actually is, but um, what's up with Chloe? I thought her album was supposed to come out by now too. It seems like she's frustrated about it. Beyonce, what are you doing? Hmm. Oh, they probably told her. They probably told her wait. The thing is, they should have let her drop like a month ago. Yeah, it, she should have dropped sure already. They already had this date. Like she's not crazy. You knew these girls because the music. Yeah, because Chloe is supposed to release her song the first week of July too, and I've been waiting for that song. Like that's the song when the, like I get very emotional thinking about that song because I think song? if it's set up, 
She has a song called Back and Forth. Oh my fucking God. Like, I, I don't really get excited. Because I know she went on live and did a whole thing. Oh, oh my God. Hallie has a song called Back and Forth. And, like, I don't, I get really emotional about, like, when something sonically sounds like it makes sense. And she's working with, like, Rodney Jenkins and, like, fucking Neptunes and, like, fucking Dark Child and, like, Music Soul Child. Like, Hallie is the one that everybody's not thinking about yet that they should be thinking about. Because that production and her vocals alone, oh, my fucking God. Like, that, like, she is, like, I'm, like, I'm putting so much stock in her because I know what this shit is about to give. Like, I'm, I'm really excited for Chloe. Chloe's my bitch, too. But it's just, like, I know for a fact what Hallie's about to give. It's about to, it's about to, it's about to do it. It's about to do it. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited, excited. for both of their projects. I just don't know what the holdup on. Um, I'm trying to hang up. Somebody's calling me. I'm hanging up with my toe. Um, <laughs> I thought that's what she was doing, bitch. Uh, I just wonder what the holdup with Chloe's album is. But Chloe, and Normani. Chloe, we we don't talk about Bruno. I just feel like <laughs> Normani has no, 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 so many marks. Yeah, and I don't know if it's her fault or if it's her label's fault, but when it's I, weird though, I'm, I'm it's really weird. On a limb and say it's her fault because we have independent artists who don't have no labels, i.e., Tanache, doing their own shit and doing it consistently. Tanache's not signed, right? I didn't just make that up. Well, you know, Tanache was on the same label Normani was on, exactly. which she actually she get left, released from. Right? Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Because they did right. they did the same thing to her. It's just kinda like Sabotaged that label is fuck RCA. Whatever it fucking is, RCA. They're fucking shit. When it comes right. to, when it comes to their artists, they don't handle they don't handle their fucking artists right. Terrible. Terrible, but terrible, terrible. If you're not Doja Cat, you're fucked. At the same time, I just wonder, isn't SZA on RCA too? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's why I lean on mm, it see? might be just mm. Normani shit because it's like we got motivation like three years ago, okay we didn't get or two or three I don't know how long ago it wasn't we got motivation like at the last VMAs the two VMAs ago the pandemic two VMAs ago mm-hmm. so it was twenty nineteen yep that's okay I thought so and so we got that okay nothing radio silence all the way up until Wild Side. Well, she, I think she had something in between that, but it's like. <sighs> a fool. The it's kind of disappointing. It's disappointing because she's such, she is talented and she can dance and she does sing. I don't know. I really don't know how well she sings for real. I haven't really like heard her for real. That's no shade. I that just, part. You know. But. Um, like, and even on her label, there's not like tons of like power players. Like you have Alicia Keys. Which she can literally do nothing. Britney for Spears. When Britney Spears come back out, it's gonna be kind of like different. Cause low key, like a Britney comeback would be like. I I hope they get the best writers for her. I want the best choreographers yeah. for her. Choreographers for her. I want yeah that. I want that. Mama song Mama should feel like a star when she come back. She should feel like the Britney Spears, not like crackhead. Sister yeah. dancing, dancing, dancing in the street. I love watching her dance because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> just spins, just spins the desperation. One of my favorite videos of her dancing is when she came out on the balcony. She was on the beach, 
and um mm-hmm. over the balcony she just came out twirling and jumping in the air and this is that's how i feel when i'm high and i love po- i'm gonna actually post that video now um i love her Flo millie's on their label too interesting <clears throat> how is in Flo millie i love Flo millie Flo millie is way mm-hmm. more consistent so to me that's why i go back to yeah Nomani's oh jasmine sullivan's on rca too yeah there's no excuses for nobody you, you just sealed the deal not at all jasmine Trana, just won two grammys lotto a oh, lotto's on here too yeah i don't get it i really don't get it now it gotta be because she want to be in everybody video dancing and stuff why was you in chris <laughs> brown video for what yeah, go put out nice. another song give us an album but they RCA like putting their girls on Chris Brown shade because Tanache was in um did some shit with him too. Hmm. Yeah, her last press release was March eighteenth, twenty twenty two. And then she teased That's this sad. new song. I don't want. I'm not. I don't want to like rip into Normani because I I don't want to make it seem like I don't like her. I'm just like frustrated with her. Cause low key when Wildside came out, that should have been it. That album should have been ready to go right then. When Wildside dropped, mm-hmm. there's no reason that her album should have been coming out with that song. Cause that song was the song for a minute. Like that song had everything on lock. And it was just she was like, and you had a you had like a decent Cardi verse too, because Cardi features are hit or miss. Her singles will do good, but her features are always hit and miss. That was a good Cardi fucking feature. I didn't like it at first, but I'd be like, D Melo. Turn me around, treat me like a watch, bust me down. I know that's right. Down, yes. Um, It's my dick, and I want it now. Ow, yes. I see. I see. I saw her as being like a black pop star that another black pop star that we needed. Like I felt like we needed a dark skinned pop star up there. But you know, that's how we go. It is what it is. I forgot how we got here. We're speaking. We're, here. we're speaking out of love, Normani. Uh, also, by yeah. the way, Christian Walker <laughs> and Kaylani. <laughs> Wasn't that so random? He ate her up, though. His here's his here's, here's the party. They ate her alive. I no, said, oh. no, it didn't suffice because it was just like he was in the wrong. He was literally harassing the Starbucks oh. workers like he always is. <laughs> One um, million, and it was but funny. He, it, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but. It's more so like, like okay, so he, like Normani gave this nice, peaceful like, re- like retelling of the story and everything, and it's just like okay, I can totally see this happening, and then hear his story come, you what left this, <laughs> and just saw me in line. I was just like, I was the last like, last time you trended was in 2016. We miss you. Come back. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> He's not funny. He's literally the worst person, but it's so bad. But it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny because it's just like, he's like the worst type of person fucking ever. Yeah. He's so annoying. It's like, it's like he's this entitled ass black faggot. And it's just like, he doesn't realize, he doesn't realize the black part. It's just a total faggot. So the he faggot just outraged. He doesn't recognize the faggot part either because he doesn't like gay shit. Do not put the G word on me. <laughs> like, you put your gay. <laughs> See, like that's fucking hilarious. Like I don't take like anybody that takes them serious is like a fucking lunatic. But I like I kind of want Normani to tap into her tourist bag and get and get him together. But she fucking not. She gonna go Kaylani, drink some tea and like you called her. Normani. Yo, do yoga some shit. 
You called her Normani. We were talking about Kaylani. I mean, oh my God, Kaylani. <laughs> so sorry. She a do nothing ass bitch too. Do do nothing ass bitches. Sorry, got confused. I, I just feel like it was funny, but he's he's. I love when he calls us rainbow flag people. That's one of my favorite slurs. <laughs> <laughs> do not lock me in with the rainbow flag people. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Like. Like it's just like what's going on. And his like, fucking dad like, is a fucking joke. He, oh my! Running God. for he was running for senate or congress some some somewhere mm-hmm. over there in Washington, and he was talking about how China Air comes over here and makes our air bad, and they steal in our air. Uh, I, I, a house, a house of idiots. Their house is beautiful though, but a house of idiots. And a house, a house of. He has bastard children bitches. on the street that he doesn't even know. Okay. So it's like, no, wait a you minute. guys are all fucked. Now you got bigger shit to worry about. You got, you got bigger fish to fry, you goddamn deadbeat. <laughs> Get your motherfucking ass back in the house, you goddamn nigger. You're black. You out here doing See. talking all this Republican nonsense. You can be a black Republican and have some sense. Clarence Thomas, you goddamn devil. Go to hell, all of you. And Nancy Pelosi too. Fuck wait, you. Now she's now, now wait a minute. What is <laughs> you? You just naming people now. What happened? I thought I thought we were just going down a list of people. I mean, <laughs> I ain't the biggest fan of none of the politicians, but Nancy's on our side. I like part. her. I like I like when she raised her fist in the air and I see her veins popping out and it's like, oh, I know if that wig fall off, it's just bald under there. It's her being front and center at that Kunta Kinte thing they did. Yes, like yeah, it was like girl. <laughs> oh, did I say Kunta Kinte? Y'all couldn't Kinte. It's a fool. It's a fool. Well, thank you guys for listening to this nonsense. It's totally ridiculous. <laughs> I forgot we was recording for a second. Um, I did too. I, I had to look for a minute. I just started going down the roster of RCA. Like, wow, look at this. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> and just like just talking. This is so stupid. This, um, this podcast is a joke. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Boys and Next Door Pod. I'm at Blackberry. And he's at um, Ken Lush. He missed his um, I'm at Ken Lush. K E N L U S H H. Two H's. But also, like, it's weird to think like in maybe like a month or two I'll be out there recording an episode maybe if we find a nice place. Oh okay. Can't wait. Mm. I'm gonna start looking Exciting. this weekend after I get my brakes fixed because I have other fish to fry. But it's okay. I'm gonna help you out. Ready to get you moved in. Um, I know the best neighborhoods. Um, yeah. Oh. Ricky is. Oh, would a, you would would you be able to fly to out here and help me pack, and then you can drive to there with me? I can do that. Okay, deal. I'm down. Let's do it. Okay, we'll talk about this offline. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> um, please follow us on Instagram. We trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah. Like we, it's 299 followers. Every week, I'm telling y'all to follow us because I'm trying to hit 300 followers so we can celebrate something else. God damn it! Follow us on Instagram. And if you, and if you listen this far, drop a winky face in the comments. And like last week, he'll send you a picture of his pink hole. Um. Sure. Thank you guys. He never supports. Bye. <laughs> Say, baby, I love you.